Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Wiser Financial Advisor Show with Josh Nelson, where we get real, we get honest, and we get clear about the financial world and your money. This is Josh Nelson, founder and CEO of Keystone Financial Services. Let the financial fun begin. For joining me today on the Wiser Financial Advisor, what we do here is we really are seeking after wisdom because in the book of Proverbs and the Bible, it says that that's the wisest thing that we can do, actually, is seek after wisdom. And so that's exactly what we do here on the Wiser Financial Advisor show, whether it be the topics that we cover, the areas we explore, and the guests that we have on the show. Really, that's what we're after, is going after wisdom I'm particularly interested in helping people be successful. And that doesn't always mean money. Sometimes money does not buy happiness. Not having money also does not buy happiness, by the way. But that's one thing that a lot of people kind of say is sometimes that gets thrown around that, well, money doesn't buy happiness. And I, I would tend to agree with you to a point is that money alone does not buy happiness, but also not having money, not having wealth, not making good financial decisions that also does not buy happiness. So we're really looking for a lot of wisdom out there, not just from our own research, but from other people as well. Successful people who have gone before us, we can learn from their mistakes. Mistakes, we can learn from their successes. We can make good decisions about our money. So today we're talking about a topic that's getting thrown around a lot out there in the media these days. And it's not a new one, but it's kind of a hot topic. In fact, a lot of politicians are throwing this around as well. And that's ESG investing. And ESG stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance Investing. And this used to be called something different, by the way, back when I got to be in the industry as a financial advisor in the late 90s, they used to call this SRI or socially responsible investing. And actually, I like that term better, socially responsible investing, because the idea is instead of just analyzing a portfolio based on financial metrics and where we think securities are going to go over time, what it's doing is it's actually adding an extra layer of something related to the client's values. And this could mean a lot of different things. That's why I don't actually like the term ESG because ESG stands for environmental, social, and governance. Well, for some people, their values may be very different than somebody else. In other words, for some people, environmental factors like carbon footprints, things like that, that might be very, very important and they want their portfolio to kind of reflect their values. For other people, they might say, I don't care about that at all, but I do want my religious values to be taken into account. And maybe a third person might say, you know what? I don't care about any of it. I just want to make as much money as possible. So socially responsible investing or ESG, environmental and social governance investing, really tries to apply some different layers, some different filters that really would be looking at the individual companies or the securities in the portfolio to match that client's values. And as a financial advisor, it's really important that I need to understand your goals, your values, and whatever you're doing right now, whether you're doing your own thing, you're investing your own money, or you're working with a different planner, maybe you're just not a client of ours yet, I can tell you that whoever you're working with, and even if you're doing it on your own, it's really, really, really important to clarify your goals and your values and to make sure that your investment strategy lines up with that. For some people, it might be that their ultimate goal, again, is to lower cost or to make the most money. So it may have nothing to do with environmental, social, or governance. It may be that they don't want any kind of filters put on the portfolio. They just want their advisor to make money. Uh, that's fine too. But there are more options 
than ever before out there. If somebody did want certain filters to be placed on their portfolio with regard to environmental social governance, religious values, other things that might be looked at as something that would be different than a traditional broad investment portfolio. So there's lots of different types of vehicles, but I can tell you that uh, it's very important to kind of pinpoint because when you just throw out that broad term of socially responsible investing or environmental, social and governance, that may not match up exactly for one person versus another. So it can be a little bit challenging because with regard to investment vehicles, if you buy a broad index fund or a mutual fund, even if it has a label on it, like socially responsible uh, investing, it might be trying to filter out certain things. For example, some mutual funds that do SRI investing, they might be taking out things that are broadly objectionable, like tobacco stocks or alcohol, firearms, uh, maybe uh, environmental stuff where they try to take out companies that are particularly invested in fossil fuels. But again, you might buy that fund and say, well, you know what, the environment and so forth, but I just want to make sure there's no tobacco tobacco companies in there or uh, something else, right? So it's very difficult to do that in a mutual fund or an exchange traded fund, but we can attempt to if that's important to you. One other way of doing it is there, there is such thing as a separately managed account and there's much higher minimums there as far as dollar amounts, but sometimes a individual account like that, a separately managed account would allow you to pinpoint and have certain companies filtered out. We've had that happen before. We've had some clients that maybe they worked for a company and they got laid off or something like that. And they just weren't happy with the company. And they said, I never would want to have my money invested in that company. Or I never would want to have my money invested in another company because I hate the CEO or I hate what they stand for. Yeah, they're social media companies. I don't like that. You know, those sorts of things. You would want to just kind of pinpoint what that actually means because it is kind of hard to just broad brush this. So make sure that you don't look at it as a one size fits all. It's a very individual thing. And as a financial planner, that's really, really important. We're a fiduciary. We are being paid. You're paying us, right, as your fiduciary to put your needs first, to put your values first, and to making sure that we're doing whatever we have to do with regard to all the tools and strategies, all the investments that are out there in the financial world, that we're doing whatever we can to invest your money well. So uh, this is a very broad topic, obviously, but I do want to educate you on the fact that this does exist. There are different ways that you can filter things out based off of your values. And again, as your advisor, your planner, your fiduciary, it's important to be prepared. It's important that I know you really, really well, in other words. And my team and I, we do know our clients really well. We actually take pride in that, that we get to know you on a financial level, on a personal level, that we get all the details right. So we make sure that we've got a plan that really fits your needs and really it's, it's a situation where we almost get to be friends, right? It's a business relationship, but when, when you get to be friends, when you get to be family with somebody, uh, it really is a different level of trust. And that's really what we're trying to do uh, with our clients and all of our business relationships is build a high trust relationship. Keep that in mind. Again, ESG is not something that's for everybody. In fact, it may not even be something that you're looking at. We've actually had some clients that will come to us and say, you know what? I want to make sure I'm not invested in ESG type investments. I want to make sure those filters are not put on my portfolio. Uh, I think about half of our clients are, I have no idea because we don't ask, right? But I think about half of our clients are probably more uh, Democrat and half are Republican, probably a lot in between too, a lot of people that are independent. We don't care. 
We are Switzerland when it comes to this topic. Just so you know, before you start firing emails off to me and, ah, you know, why did you cover this topic? Uh, you're a liberal or you're a conservative or whatever it is. Sometimes we get that, by the way. Sometimes people try to guess uh, guess political party or they say, well, you know, you're trying to put this filter on my stuff or my values. We are not at all. We do have clients that want ESG in their portfolio. We want those uh, filters to be, uh, we want to be aware of that, of course, if that's important to you. There are lots of different strategies and there are lots of different ways of getting to the same place. I can tell you that from an investment standpoint, there are broad categories of investments and asset allocation is the most important investment decision, making sure the broad categories of investments like stocks, bonds, real estate, alternative investments, that we're allocating money in the right areas because that's going to really determine most of your result over time is which broad areas and in what proportions are you invested. So asset allocation is absolutely the most important investment decision. Other decisions kind of happen after that. This is a kind of after that type of decision as far as well as ESG important, uh, SRI, are those sorts of things important in your portfolio or not? Do we need to filter certain things out? Do you own things that are sacred cows that you inherited stock that your great grandfather owned because he you know, started a bank or something like that? We need to know that. It's really important that we know your values so we can make good decisions uh, for you because really we're, pay we're being paid. You're hiring us on a discretionary basis to manage your portfolio portfolio in between your reviews, in between your conversations with us. The whole idea is that you're paying us to worry about this stuff instead of you having to worry about it. So we do take pride in that, that we know our clients really well. And we want to make sure that if this is important to you, of course, let us know. And whatever your values are, uh, make sure if it's important that that can get communicated, you tell us. So anything that you need from us, let us know. Um, I just really appreciate you being here. Appreciate you uh, supporting us and sharing this with friends, family, coworkers. So share the episodes. Make sure you click on subscribe to the Wiser Financial Advisor on your favorite podcast service. Thanks for listening. As always, uh, thank you for your support for your business. Have a wonderful week and God bless. We love feedback and we'd love it if you would pass it on to me directly at josh at keystonefinancial.com. Also, please stay plugged in with us, get updates on episodes and help us promote the podcast by rating us and also subscribing to us at your favorite podcast service. This episode has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for tax, legal or accounting advice. You should consult your own tax, legal and accounting advisors. Investment advisory services offered through Keystone Financial Services and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.